just on 50. I remember far too much, Kate says. I always say I have got a terrible memory, but I dredge it up. I was so very lonely, and at the mercy of my mother. Later, she says, while I remember a lot, when I was living it, I didn't comprehend much. I didn't understand sex, not in the least, and that would seem to have been bubbling away under the surface all the time. Inelectable. I wanted out, to go to Sydney and be a poet. Kate has a younger brother. His name is Dare. Irene has girlie in one chapter and boy in a chapter one after that. It is page 36. As she lies in hospital, girlie purple-faced and breastfeeding, Irene can think only of a cat she saw in the wood heap, eating the kitten it had just birthed. The creature was still trapped in its call. Girlie's mouth strays from the nipple, and she butts her screwed-up face against Irene's chest. A midwife comes to help, and Irene curses her. Later, Irene has the baby with her on a bicycle when she bumps over a rut in the road and the little girl's foot is caught in the spokes. Irene feels only irritation. The book is called Snake. I read it on the flight to LA under a circle of yellow light and the blinking of the seatbelt sign. The images crackled in my head as I waited for the connecting flight to New York. The pigs as they ate Irene's flowers. The cave of a bathroom in which she had boy read to her. The sheep carcass alive with maggots. The edition was a late one, published by Black Ink. The text on the back called it a modern classic. On the front, Shirley Hazard called it irresistibly good. When I met Kate the next morning, I said nothing about it. The poem Kate was writing was called Deserter Rerum. I have a clear memory, she says, of trying to write descriptions of life on that barren quandary hill, snagged on what mulesing is like in the shade of the bony ironbark trees. Or maybe it was the castration and tailing of lambs flick of a knife. Never came back to the subject, I think. I do remember thinking I could do better with prose. The poem became one of two anchors in her second collection. It lacked the immediacy of her other work, however. It was written at a distance, with an academic text for reference. Throughout, she quoted from a 1966 comparative study of irrigation, Water and Land by Trevor Langford Smith and John Rutherford. These men were not poets. She also quoted Eleanor Clarke, it is important to see well and remember distinctly, otherwise you wallow in sentiment, and that is disgusting. And from Ray Matthews' final play, Peter, it's not a bad view. Kerry, I was born here, it's not a view. In its last four stanzas, the poem shifted forward out of childhood to the glimpses she would get as she looked back. The change in register made for an intimate correspondence. It ended the way her father's letters did. Love as ever, Dad. When Kate was two, she had rheumatic fever. She was in hospital for six weeks. Her first memory is of her legs aching. Her mother was forbidden to pick her up. Her next memory is of starting school at the age of five. After that, she says she remembers everything. She says it is a curse. Here's something I remembered, she says, unprompted. I was walking down the road to go to school. I can remember the hat I had on. And I fell backwards and gashed the whole top of my head open which had to be shaved off and stitched up. At the same time, I had boils. I had boils all over. I had boils in my ears and on my bottom. These are the sorts of things you got in those ages. I used to have to go to school with a beanie and a cushion. Rerum, Kate instructed, was from a 17th century term for a fascicle of loosely arranged notes. The earth in the poem was red and furrowed. Her father's pant leg was stuck with paspalum. The channels were sources of brackish backup water. 
Her mother had dreams that had begun to fester. She chose her husband because he could dance. Her mode was Irene's. The more aggrieved she became, the more vivid her garden. Snake was waiting in other poems, too. It lay dead still in the final line of one titled Sports Day, 1955. We called him Boy until he wasn't. Kate's mother was one of six children. Kate doesn't say her name. She calls her Mum. She calls her mother's family the other side. They were rich, a family of lawyers and politicians. Her grandfather made his money drying fruit. He learned the technique in California. Kate's father's name was Lawrence. He was tall and good at dancing. Hale ruined his parents' first wheat crop and they lived the rest of their lives in the shadow of that failure. Kate calls them hard-scrabble farmers. Lawrence left school at the age of 12 and never went back. Kate's mother was engaged to an American soldier, but it did not take. The romance produced a ring and nothing more. Kate's father served...